It's just what the doctor ordered. It's time for your daily dose of awesome. Check your hate and negativity at the door as mom, wife, teacher, and lover of life, Cindy Liming shares awesome, fun-loving tips on how you can bring positivity, fun, and laughter into your life and into the world. And now, here's your host, Cindy Liming. This is a Spiva Media production. It's just what the doctor ordered. It's time for your daily dose of awesome. Check your hate and negativity at the door as mom, wife, teacher, and lover of life, Cindy Liming shares awesome, fun-loving tips on how you can bring positivity, fun, and laughter into your life and into the world. And now, here's your host, Cindy Liming. week, I talked about how I did a time audit to see how much of my time was spent doing joyful things. As it turns out, according to my audit, the majority of my waking hours is spent doing things that bring me joy. I had an interesting conversation with my husband today as we were on our way to work at the church. I should probably mention that my husband is the minister of our church, and I am one of the children's ministry directors. For most of my new listeners, I should also mention that in addition to being a children's ministry director, I'm also a full-time fifth grade teacher, and I have this podcast that I absolutely love. Oh, and to add to that, I don't live with my husband. I live with my three children an hour away from my husband, since it's my second marriage. So most of my week is spent being a single mom, completely submerged in chaos. So we're having this conversation on our way to church this morning, all about the things we had to do today. And I looked at him and I said, you know, all I do is hustle. You should see me at work. I literally quit eating at work and drink a protein shake throughout the day so that I don't have to stop working and eat. I save myself a a ton of time by doing that and technically it's healthier. If I take something to the office at school, I'm walking as fast as I possibly can so I can hurry up and get in front of my computer to answer emails, plan, and grade papers. After saying all that, though, here's what I discovered. When I get home on any given day, I get to sit down and eat with my kids and have a decent conversation with my own children instead of someone else's. I get to play spa the other day. We played spot, was really cute, uh, with my 17-year-old son, Christian, and my youngest, Haley, who is seven. And she washed our feet more than once and gave us a back and foot massage in her pretend spa. And I got to listen to podcasts while, lis- while sitting in my flower beds the other day and pulled weeds. I got to do all of that because I hustled nonstop during my working hours. I didn't need to bring home any papers to grade. All the emails of the day were handled, and I'm ready for the next day. I guess this is my best stab at balance. And that's why I brought on my guest today, to talk about balance from a guy's point of view for a change. Often I gravitate toward other moms to see how they are coping, so it was interesting to talk to a guy who was in the same chaos as me. Joel Vasco is the small business owner of Pearl Performance V-Twin. We sit down and talk about how he juggles a full-time job, a side hustle, and a family. 
By the way, if you're located in Amherst, Ohio and vicinity, Joel has a special offer for all of you Harley-Davidson owners that I will tell you about at the end of this episode, so stay tuned. Here's your reminder to take a deep breath, let it out, and get ready for your daily dose of awesome. But before we dive into this, let's take a quick break. So Joel, it sounds like you have your hand in a lot of different areas. Um, so I know that you're a dad and um, can you tell me how many kids you have again and how old they are? Yes, I have uh, two daughters uh, at the moment. Um, I will explain further. I have a four-year-old Willa and a two-year-old Charlie and uh, my wife is pregnant and we have a boy due in uh, on July 2nd. So two daughters and a son to coming up oh my goodness okay yeah I have five kids total (laughs) yeah um but three of them three of them live with me I know I explained a little bit of my craziness but three of them live with me and then the other two are here and then sometimes when we're all together there's seven of us all together (laughs) so it's a little crazy but but um it can be fun most of the time (laughs) so that's exciting so do you have any any uh names picked out for your boy yeah, uh, so, so the first two kids, we kept everything um, pretty private and secret, and this oh, one... Yeah, if this is private, don't say anything then. No, we pretty much let the cat out of the bag on this one. Um, so we found out ahead of time that we were having a boy, um, primarily because my dad's health, and uh, we just wanted to uh, involve the whole family in a gender reveal, which we didn't do until the day the uh, girls were born. So um, we found out we were having a boy. We did a gender reveal with my dad and the rest of our families. And uh, so we also announced the name. His name will be Sonny David Vasco. Um, Oh, that's cute. Yeah. So Sonny is her grandfather's uh, nickname. And then uh, David is my dad's name. So. Oh, well, that's exciting. So you, d- you already have your hands full and we haven't even talked about work yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I got my hands full just in, you know, just in family stuff, let alone, you know, multiple jobs. So yeah, yeah, yeah. that's, that's what I wanted to talk to you about because I, I struggle sometimes. Um, so, okay. So I just want to ex- you know, explain yourself a little bit. So you have a full-time job, correct? Yeah, I'm a, a union electrician in Cleveland, uh, Cuyahoga County. Um, I'm in my fourth year of the apprenticeship. It's a five-year apprenticeship, so I'm almost done with the fourth year, and I got another year to go, and I will be a journeyman um, union electrician. Okay, so is that like a is that like is that like a nine to five type of a job? Like, yeah, typically seven to three thirty is um, your normal schedule um i had one job i worked for a few months where it was third shift um you know like a 10 to 6 or something like that but yeah your average hours are uh 7 to three thirty. okay so you have that going on and, and you've been doing that for a little while yes. and then you decided to try your hand at um opening up your own business so my question first is like, what made you decide that, you know what, I want to, I want to add to my craziness <laughs> and start another business? Yeah, I don't think it was really like, um, 
you know, something I was sitting down and planning on doing. It kind of, you know, it, it, I kind of fell into it, I, I could, you could say. Um, uh, I'll take you back a little bit. Um, in my mid to late 20s, I saw this commercial on TV for motorcycle mechanics. Uh, there's a school in Florida called Motorcycle Mechanics Institute. And um, I grew up on two wheels. Our, our parents had us on dirt bikes when we were kids. And uh, so I was, I don't know, kind of in and out of things, factory jobs, uh, doing concrete. And uh, I don't know, I just kind of didn't know what I want to do with my life. And I saw that commercial and I'm like, well, there it is. So in uh, my late 20s, I went to uh, school in Florida. And it was um, about an 18, 20 month program. And, and, and this part's all pre-children, correct? Pre-children, okay. pre-wife, pre pre-everything. Just to lead up to my motorcycle mechanic background. Um, so I went to school for that and uh, came back to Ohio, got a job in the um, Harley industry, um, bounced around a couple dealerships up in Michigan, and then um, met the wife in the meantime. And then we moved to Cleveland. She uh, she wanted to work for the Cleveland Clinic. She's a physical therapist with the Cleveland Clinic. And uh, so that brought us out here. And it was doing okay for us uh, as far as my, my Harley um, job was going, uh, Harley technician uh, mechanic. So, but, you know, you kind of always want more in life. And uh, we knew we wanted kids. And we just kind of sat down and did a quick budget. And I, you know, just wasn't going to work. You know, it's a fun job, so to say, so to speak. But, uh, you know, I wanted to make, I wanted to earn more money. So that's how I got into the electricians thing. But in the meantime, I started working on people's motorcycles, friends, just close friends at first on the side. And uh, that's evolved over the past five years into right now I have a waiting list about six weeks, six weeks out. So. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's okay. been a thing. It's not been like, Hey, I'm going to sit down or I didn't sit down and say, Hey, I want to start a motorcycle shop. It's kind of evolved. So like friends, friends were having you do it. And then like what, what word of mouth kind of got out and it just got bigger and. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I mean, it's, you know, I advertise a little bit. I do the parade in Amherst in here and on Memorial day. I get, uh, get my truck and I put banners on the side and, you know, I have some, uh, some of my customers and friends ride their motorcycles in their parade and I do some of that, but I don't really see much, um, uh, benefits or rewards from that, even though the parade's free, it's nice and easy, you mm-hmm. know, right up to the town. But most of my, um, most of my clientele comes from word of mouth. And, uh, that's, I think that's the way a lot of things go in life. You know what I mean? As yeah. far as business wise goes, you know? Okay. So this all started kind of organically then. So you kind of dabbled in it and then got married and wanted to have kids. So then you got the electrician job. And then you are, and then you kind of, it just kind of evolved into what it is now. So then, okay, so here's the thing though, because like, I mean, a lot of people like always, and myself included, like I've talked about, oh, I want to start my own business. Wouldn't that be great to work for yourself and things like that? But I have no business background because like I'm a teacher and a children's ministry director. And it's like, I have no idea how to even run a business. Like, did you have like, did you have that background or how did you get that bit, the business side? Um, so uh, my, my first, my first job in the Harley industry, of course I went to school to be a mechanic, but the first uh, available position was as a service writer. So as a front desk 
um, you, you know, you bring the customer's motorcycles in and you, they tell you all the problems they're having with it. You write it all up into a work order and it gets sent back to um, the mechanics then. You schedule it all out and everything. And I think that's where I probably got a lot of my customer relations kind of thing. Um, I would cash out the work orders to where, you know, I put in all the dollar amounts and all that stuff. And then at the very end, customer hands me the cash or the credit card and cash it out and away they go. So I think that part of it I got from my service writer and I did a little bit of service managing as well. So um, between those two things, I think that's where I kind of got my business side of stuff. But in the meantime, I mean, you know, we talked, podcasts have been kind of like uh, my go-to for probably the past year to year and a half. Um, they have a podcast called Side Hustle. You know, yes, I've listened to that one. Yeah. Yeah, you know, the Dave Ramsey podcast. Um, he talks a lot about business stuff. So yeah, I listen to that one too. Yeah. yeah. Like that's kind of how I ended up making a podcast because um, well, actually I didn't want to make a podcast. That's a whole story in itself. Because um I just like it just I don't know, I just didn't really think it was my thing, but I started listening to podcasts and um and I just felt like the world was just so full of like negative things. Yeah. And you know, the like social media and the news and it's just like I didn't I was tired of like all the negativity and I I'm the kind of person that I don't like to complain. I'd rather just do something about it. So that's kind of how I started my podcast, but I had to learn how to podcast and I learned from listening to another podcast. So yeah, you're exactly right. Like podcasts are great because I mean, I always just listen to it in the car because I have to drive back and forth to Akron for my second job in my husband's house. So I often am listening to podcasts and you're right. You learn a ton. Um, okay. So then you decide, so you've got this business background. You decided that you're okay. It's official. You're going to start your business and it has a name and all of that. So why don't you go ahead and describe exactly what your business is? So like in your life, it finally became official and then now it has a name and everything. So why don't you go ahead and describe your side business? So with my um, background in the, in the Harley industry uh, and working as a technician for several years, it's just, um, you, you know, like I said, it was a natural progression just to, um, it started out with just changing oil and, you know, doing the general uh, routine maintenance. But, you know, as a mechanic or a technician, that's, that's not the fun stuff. So I really tried to, um, you know, do as much as I can and promote uh, customization. That's really where I try to, you know, because I don't know if you pay much attention to Harleys, but you don't see a Harley that's stock. The aftermarket industry and Harley Davidson's, it's, it's just the billion dollar industry. So yeah. a, lot of, a lot of what I enjoy to do, I mean, I, I don't have no problem doing tires and oil. That's, you know, that's the bread and butter. I, I enjoy doing the customization, you know, um, my favorite is uh, per performance upgrades, which kind of my shop's called Pearl Performance V-Twin. So uh, I guess I kind of tried to take the name of the shop to kind of show that this is what I really enjoy. But, you know, I do a little bit of everything. Um, you know, uh, I just did a couple um, handlebar jobs where guys would change their handlebars. If you're a taller guy, he puts taller handlebars on there. That type of thing just to um, change the comfort, you know, and of course, um, you don't ever hear a quiet Harley Davidson. They're all loud. <laughs> they're very popular. Um, and uh, I, 
you know, I, I got a network of uh, people that I've worked with or gotten to work with in the past uh, couple few years, you know, three or four years, uh, five years really, but the past three or four years has really been uh, a big change. Um, I got a company that I use for, uh, they do the dyno tuning. When you're making all these performance changes, you have to make the changes in the in the computer system on the bike to to uh, hard set it into the ECM. And then I got a guy that I work with on supplying me some parts. Um, a lot of times, if you run your own home business like I do, um, you're not going to get some of the the big manufacturers don't want to deal with the small mom pa kind of shop because you're not paying you know uh, building rent or lighting and power and you know employees and all that stuff you don't have all that overhead so they feel like they shouldn't cut you a deal on their parts because you don't have all them extra expenses that you know say the the harley shop street has so i've reached out and and have made some um, good contacts that are willing to um sell me parts a little bit cheaper and it's just a little little bit more that i can make you know i, I spent a lot of time on the computer researching what's new this year in the industry with the aftermarket parts so you know all that's you know you gotta have you gotta have a payoff somewhere you, you know you can't spend all night long on the computer taking away from your family time with no reward you know right. yeah that's what i was gonna ask you next so you've got this job that ends at three yeah. So you, what do you come home, have dinner real quick, and then on you go again? Is that how? Yeah, schedule um, kind of is. Sort of right now. Um, so uh, my wife and I had um, uh, we were talking with a counselor, uh, which keeps us on track. You know, we try to see a counselor every so often for you know a month or two, and and kind of keep uh, keep the wheels greased, you know, and keep us moving in the right direction. But they. And at that time, they suggested that we um, schedule out nights, you know. So right now, basically, Tuesdays and Thursdays, I come home, like you said, have dinner, um, wrestle with the girls a little bit, and then I'll go out and, and get working. And, um, and so you're working outside of your home, though, correct? So my, my day job, yes. My evening job. Uh, well, wait, let me rephrase that. I mean, like, your, your motorcycle business, I should say, is, like, within your home, like, out like right there at your home, right? Right, in the garage. My okay, yeah, like in the garage. So like then, right. so the girls are all there. Yep, they're all there. Uh, and I, you know, I can see them out in the front yard playing. Uh, we have uh, an acre here. We got some space in the back. They run around. They like to play around the front, so it's nice and easy. If the weather's nice, I have the doors open. Uh, and I can see outside. Um, as a matter of fact, just uh, it's been a couple weeks now, but Willa, she's four. And um, she came up and uh, I've been kind of asking her to take her training wheels off, you know, giving her that little, you can do it this year, you know, you can take your weight training wheels off. And uh, so she came up to me and uh, asked me to take her training wheels off. So I put my tools down for a minute while I took one wrench, took the training wheels off, put my tools down and uh, she learned to ride a bicycle. Uh, it was a couple nights. I think it took three, three nights of practice. and. By the third night, she was off and running. So, you know, that was kind of neat for me. I, you know, I was able to teach her to ride her bike while, you know, while, while working. working. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, uh, that is really cool because um, that's like one thing that I kind of crave. 
because um, in my head, I would very much like to work from home. Um, and I do some, like, well, with my, um, with my children, I'm a children's ministry director also, but it's an hour away from my house. So I do work from home in that aspect. Um, but it's like, I need to, I can't like, I need quiet, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Cause I'm like getting lesson plans ready. And I have a seven year old who I adore. Um, but she like, she likes to be with me if I'm at home, like there's no sitting down and working on the computer at my house. Yeah. Um, but she's going to want to play Uno or, and I, I love doing those things with her. And like you, like I will stop what I'm doing and, and go and, and play. Um, but it's just like really hard for me because, and I don't know if you ever find this, but like, I need to concentrate. And so like, you know, Haley will want something and I feel bad because it's like, I'm, I am already at work all day and, um, and she's at school and then, you know, she's only, we have shared parenting, so she's not with me all the time. So there's a lot of guilt that goes on. So like, I'll be sitting down at my computer trying to knock out lesson plans for Sunday and she wants to do something. And it's like, you know, I can't think. So like, I, that, like being interrupted constantly. So a lot of times I, I'll just be like, well, I'm not going to do it. Or like, I want to write something up for my podcast. Well, I won't even start doing it because, you know, I know I'm going to be interrupted. Um, yeah. So like, how do you, cause I'm picturing all of this in your head. I can see like a lot of similarities between you and me. And it's yeah. like, so do you sometimes like when you're working, do you ever just have to say, you know, what, I'm going to have to put this off or like, do you have to make the kids go inside or how do you, how do you get it all? I mean, you have a wife at your house though, too, yeah. <laughs> which well, is probably helpful because my husband isn't there to like take Haley and go play with her. Right. So, yeah. Like how do you, how do you manage the kids being there while you're working? Yeah, no, you hit the nail on the head. I have, uh, I have a, a great wife and she knows, you know, it's motorcycle season. Um, Tuesdays and Thursdays sometimes aren't enough. So it flows over into Friday evening. Uh, you, you know, the, we try to put the kids to bed, you know, <laughs> that's been a, that's been a chore lately. Uh, but uh, <laughs> we try to put the kids to bed around nine and then, you know, on the weekend, well, like last night I was, I was up till probably one o'clock in the shop working on a bike. Uh, just One o'clock in the morning. Yeah. 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 Oh my so, goodness. Yeah, yeah. So I, you know, I, I try to find those times when I'm not taking away from time from being a dad. You, you know, I stick to my regular schedule Tuesdays and Thursdays uh, as best as possible. But there's even some Thursdays, like this Thursday, I just wasn't feeling it. You know, I went out there for a few minutes, did did a little bit of uh, stuff, and I just came in. And um, by that time, they were getting out of the bath, and um, I got my shower and. You know, I helped out with uh, bedtime, uh, some Bible stories and, you know, so it just, it really kind of, uh, you know, what's the term ebb and flow. It, sometimes, you know, you just kind of got to play it by, play it by ear. You, you know, sometimes I come home, uh, my wife's having some terrible carpal tunnel problems with this pregnancy. Um, I'll come home, I'll get home around 4.30, 4.15 and I can just see that look in her face or she'll just flat out tell me. I'm done today. <laughs> so I will, you know, I'll do my best to um, pull it into gear and, and shift what I got to do some, sometimes. And I, that's the other thing too. I think I got some, so far, my core group of customers, my return customers, they're very understanding. You know, when they're coming to bring their motorcycle to your house, 
and they see your daughters running around, you know, the in you know in the in the yard or riding the bicycle up and down the street. I live on a dead end street. We got four houses on our street, so it's mm-hmm. very uh, conducive for the kids to ride in the road. It's not <laughs> not normal that they can do that, but so you know if these people pull in and they see you know kids running around, they know that I'm not gonna have my bike back tomorrow. So yeah. I have to, I really have to be thankful for the group of customers I have. Um, my wife is very supportive. She just put a post on Facebook the other day about kind of being a single mother right now. Yeah. <laughs> with the way things are, and I really appreciate that. You know, um, I don't know. It's just there's really not um, rhyme or reason to it at times. Uh, you just uh, you just you, gotta go and do yeah, it. Yeah, and you can tell when you need to put down. In my situation, put down the tools and and help out. You know, like. I'm also training for a Spartan race in June. Uh, I, I don't know. I was listening to Order Man podcast, and he interviewed um, the founder of the Spartan races, and you know, it got me all motivated. And so I, <laughs> I signed up for a 13 mile off road uh, race. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah. So it's. Uh, I'm not sure what I was thinking, but <laughs> it's it's tough, like keeping that balance because, like, every once in a while. Yeah. It's like I, you know, because I've got the podcast, I've got my teaching career, I've got, you know, my children's ministry director position, then I've got three kids and I'm, I've got my husband and it's like, and, and then it's like, you know, I want to work out. Like I want to, yeah. I don't like to work out, but I'm, you know, I need to, <laughs> and yeah. it's like, that doesn't always happen. And, you know, then I have to run my kids all over the place. Um, so like, I think like some good takeaways are that like, it sounds like, you know, you've got your wife. I don't have that second adult, but I do have my parents that help a lot. And I have, um, my older son is 17 and he drives. So he's like the other, he, you know, he keeps saying, you know, I am almost an adult. I'm like, yeah, almost. Cause like, <laughs> like but I like to sometimes call him, you know, he's like the second adult in the house. It's not yeah. like he gets to boss anybody around, even though maybe he wants to sometimes, but he, um, he will, you know, shuttle my 15 or she's not 15. She'll be 15 in a couple of weeks, 14 year old daughter to where she needs to be. So um, I think anybody that is thinking about starting a side hustle or, um, you know, or is doing it and is like, oh my gosh, what have I got myself into? I think it's really important to get a core group of people that you can kind of call on. Yeah. Support um, system. Yeah. yeah. In a pinch, because like yeah. another thing I've had to do, like, cause my um my son's name is Christian and McKenna's my other daughter and you know they're both you know McKenna's in theater and choir and Christian's in basketball and you know they can't always be there and my mom you know she had to have hip surgery so then you know she was down and you know my dad's also great but sometimes he's busy so like I had to like um I actually had to ask McKenna I'm like hey do you have any high school friends that can watch Haley so I can get this done and so it's like you just I guess you just have to be okay with doing what you have to do. Like, like you said, you were up till one o'clock the other night. And it's like, I've done that. Like when I'm shooting off emails to volunteers, they're like, wait a minute, you were up at three when you said that? I'm like, <laughs> um, yeah, because <laughs> like, yeah. that's when, that's when it was quiet. So you just have to be okay with doing it. But I think like where that balance comes in is that you can't, as a human being, do that all the time. Because, you know, like you've got to stay healthy. I mean, you know, both of us have all this going on. It's like, I thank God every day, you know, thank you, Lord, that I am, I am healthy (laughs) because 
I don't know what I would do. So, um, so yeah, so like finding that balance. So you would also say that sometimes you just have to, sometimes you got to just put the tools down and you got to right. be with your kids. So, right. and they're, you know, obviously they're the most important, you know, yeah. I'm sorry, you know, Mr. Customer, but you know, my, my daughter, you know, fell down and, and broke her arm. So I can't do anything for you for a couple of weeks. And if they, if, you know, I, no hard feelings. If uh, you want to take your bike somewhere else, this is just my side hustle. This is not my, my nine to five. I, you know, that's the great thing about it. There's no pressure. You know, yeah. I don't, I'm, I'm not, it's, I don't, do not rely on this to support our household. You, you know what I mean? So it's, right. it's, it's, it's extra. You know, and I it don't sounds know like for you though, the cool thing is, is that, that working on the motorcycles is your joy. It is. Yeah. At and, times. Like, <laughs> and you get to have, right. But like you get, for the most part, it's like you're working, but it's still, it's still something that you enjoy doing. Like my podcast, I love doing this. I love having a podcast. Um, so it's like, you know, it, that's, this is my way of having f my fun, I guess. Because otherwise, yeah. like sometimes I, I can really get down on myself and it's like, you know, I haven't done anything with my friends in a really long time or, you know, I haven't, you know, been able to like literally I'll go through because I'm like trying to upkeep the house. And then sometimes if Christian's not around, I got to take care of the lawn. And it's like, you know, it's just like I never get a chance to sit down and I, I start getting upset and, you know, but um, so anyway, so. Uh, so keeping your life balanced. So let me ask you this. So how, do, do you think that your life is balanced? Tricky, <laughs> <laughs> <I know. laughs> uh, tricky question. I don't know. I mean, sometimes I feel like it's just spinning, but uh, I don't know. At the end of the night, you kind of sit down and or at the end of the day or whatever, you just kind of sit down or you lay in bed and, you know, it's usually our time to chat. If, if and when we can. Lately, my poor wife's had to sleep in the in the chair because she can't lay flat because of the carpal tunnel. But yeah, it's it's been miserable. But usually, our, it's our time to kind of chat a little bit at the end of the night while we're laying in bed before we go to sleep. And uh, you know, we can just kind of reassure each other sometimes. You know, give each other a hug sometimes. Like, you know, it's all right. We're 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 doing the right thing. We feel like we're doing a good job with the kids. Um, you know. Could I, could I go without this side hustle or my side business? Uh, my wife also does essential oils on the side. She's kind of put that off a little bit um, just because it's that time of the year. I'm so busy, you know, so we just try to, you know, I, I think there is balance, you know, <laughs> so to get to your question, I think maybe there is I, balance. Maybe I should, it's like a day to day. Yeah, you really can't, you know, it's, yeah, exactly. It's a day to day. Some days, you know, the other, <laughs> The other day, it's a funny little story. The other day, I uh, came home and, you know, I've been dealing with a cold as well. And uh, I just, I don't know, my body just kind of was like, that was Thursday. I just wasn't feeling good. Um, my wife wasn't feeling good. And I was feeling better than she was. So, hey, I'll do what I can. I got them in the bath. Um, it was storming out Thursday night here. I don't remember, but it was storming out. And the girls were, you know, we're kind of like all, you know, we made a little tent under their bunk bed and, and, uh, we all kind of snuggled up under the sheets yeah. to, and then I passed out. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I've totally done that. 
Yeah. I've well, made forts with the kids and I've welcomed it because it's like, oh, come be in the fort and we'll play, we'll play doctor and you be the patient. I'm like, sweet. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll fall your <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. Well then, so that was the, that was the cute part of the story. And I woke, I woke up, I don't know how long I was asleep. It couldn't have been very long, but uh, I hear the back door opening and closing. So I, I come out to the back of the house and there's both of my daughters running around outside in the rain. Naked, <laughs> naked you said? Yeah, no clothes. Oh my gosh. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I, I you know, I lost my cool a little bit, but then uh, a lot of it, you know, which I should not have done. And I called my wife the next day and I said, you know, I used to do that when I was a kid. I used to go running in the rain or I remember riding my bicycle and I used to love to ride my bicycle through mud puddles and kid stuff yeah i don't know it's just, it's a constant um you know i guess battle or struggle to make sure you remember the priorities i was tired you know you see those commercials where the um the guy's got a, a sniffly nose and a thermometer in his mouth and he says sally i gotta take off today and it's his daughter playing you know what I mean you don't get days off as parents it's no uh you got to pull through whatever you're doing and and try to um <laughs> try to remember I'm them through. <laughs> you know maybe I should have gotten I, I didn't want to take my clothes off but <laughs> my swim trunks on and went out and ran around with them you know yeah but, you know I, I I get that I totally understand it because it's like you know we got to let them be kids and yeah. I understand because if my kid was running around naked outside in the rain, it's like, you're going to get sick and you know, you don't yeah. want them to get sick and yeah. the other, but then again, it's like, but they were probably so happy. Right. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. They were having a blast until dad got mad, you know? And I'm like, Oh man, you know, I, I lost my cool for a little bit and I apologized to him later and you know, but I got to remember those things. It was funny too. Your story about the slime bath. I was listening to that the other day. <laughs> And yeah. uh, tell my wife about it. And she goes, oh, man. <laughs> yeah, but that was one of those moments, you know, like, you know, Haley never gets to have her little friends over because they live all the way down in Akron. And so they, they yeah. come over and I knew it was going to be a mess. And it was, but um, and with the, the kids are great. Like they help clean up and everything. But yeah, but um, it was just one of those moments like, you know, it's like we're probably going to remember this either for the rest of our lives or right. for a while. And yep. I'm going to do this. I'm putting everything else because in the whole scope of the world, those are the things that are important. Yes. You know, I mean, yes, working is important. We got to, we got to make the money. We got to put the roof over the kids' heads, but those memories are the things that they're going to remember. Right. So. Yeah. You know, we, we want nice, nice things. We want a nice house. We want a nice vehicle. We want that, you know, but in the end of it all, you know, are your four-year-old and your two-year-old going to remember that your car's, you know, got a, a bad brakes and, you know, or it's 10 years old with 300,000 miles on it? No, they don't remember that. They remember dad running around in the rain with them. Right. You know? Yeah. Like, because, like, think about it. I don't know if you have any siblings, but, like, my brother and I, you know, when we're all hanging out, like, when we go on vacations together and things like that, you know, you always have those, remember when we did this, remember when we did yeah. that, and... I don't, I don't remember, you know, a lot of the cars that my parents drove around when, when I was six years old. You're yeah. right. I don't totally remember that. So yeah, we do need to give, we, so we have, we do have to stop sometimes. And, and I think like live, 
like enjoy it enjoy this playground we've been given yeah Um, well it has been great talking to you so before i let you go though i did want to give you a chance to um go ahead and let anyone know where they could find their business if they wanted to take their bike into you oh yeah well um you know, I do a little bit of advertising. Uh, I enjoy Instagram, I think, more than anything. So uh, if you were looked up Pearl Performance V-Twin, uh, Pearl as in the jewel. Uh, my grandma's name was Pearl and my daughter's, uh, my first daughter's middle name is Pearl. So that's how I came up with the name. But um, so Pearl Performance V-Twin on Instagram and Facebook. And then my emails, Pearl Performance V-Twin at Yahoo. Um, you know, it's just a little bit of what I do. You can you know, see some of the stuff that I've done and, uh, you know, I pretty much do anything, anything you can want or need on your Harley Davidson. I can, I can handle it. So. Yeah. You uh, have a website too, right? Yeah. You know, I have a friend of mine, he's, um, um, a website creator and manager kind of thing. And, uh, he, uh, opened it up for me and started it for me. So usually if I have something I want to add to it, I, I will send an email to him or, you know, call him or something, but I don't keep real close eye on that. I need to, you know, now that you mentioned it, I need to add some more to that, you know, some of the stuff I've done in the past year, but I don't stay up to date on that as much as possible. But if you went to the website, you could um, leave me a message on the website or a, send me an email to the website and I'll get it that way as well. Okay. And I will also put, um, I will put all of your contact information in the show notes as well. So this is, this has been great. I can't tell you, like, for me, I love knowing that other people are, are going through the same thing as me. (laughs) It's like, we're all in this together, aren't we? (laughs) Yeah, it's very comforting. You you know, sometimes you feel like you're doing an awful parent, a parenting job. Uh, but then, you know, my wife puts a story about the kids on Facebook or something. And then somebody who's got grandkids now, they tell a story about their kids, similar situation, you know, 30 years ago. So we're not the only ones, we're not the only ones in the struggle. It's, (laughs) (laughs) we're not alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's nice knowing that there's other people out there. Yeah. So thank you so much for doing this. I really enjoyed this. No, thank you. I appreciate you. Uh, you know choosing me, uh, you know, reaching out to me, you know, I put the little message there on Facebook and I, uh, I really appreciate you. Uh, appreciate your time. Yeah, sure. All right. Well, you have a great rest of the day. You too. Okay. Thanks. Bye-bye. If you would like to get more information from Joel, visit Pearl Performance on Instagram and Facebook or on his website, www.pearlperformancevtwin.com. Right now, Joel is offering 10% off your total bill if you mention this podcast. I will also add Joel's information in the show notes and on my website at www.yourdailydoseofawesomepodcast.com. And if you're interested in learning more about finding balance and how to make the most of your time beyond this episode, I suggest getting the free audiobook called Off the Clock by Laura Vanderkam on Audible. Audible is offering listeners of this podcast a free audiobook by going to www.audibletrial.com slash your daily dose of awesome. And lastly, please share this episode with all of your friends who might need service on their Harleys. And of course, share with your friends who need a dose of awesome too. 
Until next time, make it an awesome week, my friends. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.